Ladies and gentlemen in Tampa, Florida, this is Monday Night Raw. And standing before you, Evolution with all the gold. All along, I promised you that Evolution would change the face of sports entertainment. Well, last night at Armageddon, Evolution fulfilled that promise. Because in one night, in one clean sweep, we took all the gold. Intercontinental champion, world tag team champions, and world heavyweight champion. And Goldberg, all your fans, they all wanted to believe the hype. But let me explain it to you like this. I'm Triple H. I am the game. And with me, <laughs> with me, there is no hype necessary. Tonight, everybody learns to live under evolution's golden rule. And that is, we have all the gold. So we make all the rules. Wow. And look at those champions. Unbelievable. Ruthless aggression. It's my life, my time, my rights, my rhymes, my grind, my struggle, hustle, sweat, and my blood too. A predator smells fear. I smell a lot. My competitors flex here. They smoked, I was hot, I want it all Excess, the sex, much success Stress us, I want it all, no less So come on Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 39 of the Rufus Aggression Era podcast The only place where we decipher and dictate the era that rose out of the ashes of attitude And delivered us the main event run of Furman Spark Plug As it's time to say goodbye, farewell Finally. Fucking good riddance to 2003 as Finally. we take a look at the final Raws and Smackdowns and the start of the build towards our next pay-per-view, Raw Rumble 2003. As always, I am Dave and joining me is Big Sexy. How are we? Are you ready to say goodbye and fuck off to 2003? Well, I think it's fitting that as we are recording on May the 4th. Oh, fucking yeah. May the 4th be with everybody. May the 4th be with... 2003. Good fucking riddance. Good fucking riddance. Uh, how are you excited for tribute to the troops? I am, because I never watched this back in the day. Oh, all right, okay. I always watched Smackdown on Sky 1. I was yeah, like, yeah. One, if you remember? And when it was time for this one, they showed a replay of all the Smackdowns of the year. All right, okay, so we had no tribute of the troops. See, I don't recall. Yeah, I, I, I recall seeing it at some point. Before seeing it again for this, mm. but I, could, I couldn't tell you when or where or how or whatever. Um, I imagine you enjoyed Santa's Little Helpers, Matt. So I, I, to that I did like that a lot, on. yes. Uh, I think it's, it's fun. Obviously, we'll touch on it in a lot more detail, but it was one of them things where it's fun. But, yeah, it was uh, It was a house show for the men and women who give course. their life for their country. 100%. Um, I think before we get into Rosemite, down there, as it is the end of 2003, let's do it right at the start. If 2003 was a wrestler of the Ruthless Aggression era, who would he be? Okay. Uh, from a wrestling standpoint... Oh, it'd be a stable. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely a stable. I think Charles Darwin had a theory about this. Um, but all in all, Billy Gunn, because it was just ass. <laughs> yeah. I'd say Triple H, because it just was just Triple H. Is that yeah. if I look back at this year, even throughout the success that Lesnar's had in SmackDown Angle when he's not been injured, is that it has been Raw has been all about Triple H. Triple H. It has been the Triple it's H. It's been his journey. year. Oh, 100%. And I think also, before we get into the Raw and SmackDowns, in episode 37, if you can remember that far back, uh, we spoke about how Not Too Cool had made a yes, not so did. triumphant return to the SmackDown tag team division and in the not too near distant future, we'll be our new tag champions. 
Holy Will Warren. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot but about that. <laughs> they don't really have a name, they're just Scotty Twitter and Rikishi. Because it's, it's not too cool. It's not too cool. So we put it out to the universe. And once again, you delivered. Uh, so you've read. A lot of the ones I saw were just too fat, too old. <laughs> I think we saw one that said too meh. <laughs> too meh is amazing. Uh, so I t- took a list and uh, Mike, I, I want you to decide, you alone, to Okey-dokey. decide who. What we're going to call Scotty Twarty and Rikishi going forward. So uh, we put it out to Twitter and Facebook. So I just grabbed a few of my favourite, 10 or 10 or 12 of my favourites. Ash Little delivered the uncool experience. Mm-hmm. With a play on the current Viking experience, yeah. fucking nonsense. That's phenomenal. Do you see it? that Yova uh, in uh, York actually tweeted W? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, if you, if you want a true Viking experience, don't forget about us. You see, the Viking experience in York, great. Yova, you can, I always remember going with school and you could get a, a fucking little piece of metal, smash it in a machine, a mecha, Roman coin. <laughs> I went other year. Bear in mind, I was 27 at the oh, time. Yeah. Fucking like Oh, yeah, kid. yeah. So interactive. Uh, we had Scott Cavallero with hot quiche. Quiche as in the food yeah. item. Oh, brilliant. Uh, Stephen Orb, Scotty Too Fatty. Uh, Scottish Juggalo, which was a Twitter entry. Excessive, Is that from Scottish Juggalo? Uh, yeah, excessively chilly. Uh, Chris Verdi, two and a half coal. Mr. Leedles, Scott and the Fat Man. Cocky Maivia, which is a great Twitter handle, simply too much. Uh, Matt Lewinsky, Stinkworm. Any relation? I don't believe so. Uh, the Scottish Nerd, too meh. <laughs> brilliant. Uh, Thomas Lawson, uh, Riggles and Jiggles. Uh, Alan Harris, too late. Christopher Burns, kinda cool. Chris Dutton, too fat. Alan Harris, too old. Vinnie Vincent, too soon. I think we are going to have to go with the one that we uh, shared out off air. Too meh. Too meh. Because they are. It's just too... <sighs> really? So, Armageddon is over. There's no more pay-per-views for 2003. Thank God. There is only three episodes of Raw left. One of them is a best of. There is only two episodes of Smackdown left. One of them is a tribute to the troops. Are you ready? Let's do it. I never got a chance to hold the Intercontinental Championship. Uh Uh-oh. So, in my capacity as co-general manager of Raw, I'm going to make tonight's match a title match. Oh, man! Have a nice day. This is not what Bishop envisioned, but tonight live, it's Mick Foley. Can he do it? Can he get rid of Bishop once and for all? We'll find out tonight. 15th of December 2003, we are live from Tampa, Florida. Evolution opened the show and make one thing perfectly clear. Tonight, everyone learns to live under Evolution's golden rule. It was a great show. We have all the gold and we make all the rules was a great opening, I thought. It's what you How needed. you ended last night, you start the next night. It was night. bragging. It was just, you needed them just to come out with their dicks hard and go, look at us, look how fucking amazing we are. And that was it. Um, our only contest of the night, Christian and Jericho versus Trish and Lita in an Armageddon rematch. Did you notice, uh, during the opening crowd shot though, some lady in the crowd was holding up her baby. <laughs> well, because why not? I suppose if you've not got a sign... Like the nearest thing that you've got. Well, I've got a child. Because <laughs> <Okay. laughs> at some point, um, I, 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 I've fact, done it in my life. That little kid grew up to be TJP. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jericho ends up stopping the match uh, halfway through as once again, the fans are kind of hanging on the eventual face turn. That it's, it's biting. The crowd's biting at it. They want yeah. him to fully turn and he want the it. fuck out of Christian. He, he loves wanting to make Charles Robinson DQ him though, doesn't he? Yeah, oh, 100%. Like that match you had the Neville of the year. 100%. <laughs> oh, you fucking you know, wanker. Um, the match itself, though, like every single rematch, like the rematches after WrestleMania, yeah. they're, they're all there dead. compared to the actual match. Well, so did you catch what JR said on commentary? 
You're saying that Jericho wanted this rematch. Uh, Jericho's the only person yeah. in this match who didn't want out the match. All the people, out of all the people who could possibly not want this to happen, See, he's probably at the top of the list. You know, when we started this, you said there'll be someone you loved as a young and Please don't say Jericho. No. JR? No. Yeah. Is it? Oh, all right, okay. It just gets a bit, I don't know, I think you're, you're a bit more wise when you were younger. Mm. You weren't as wise to it, and JR's little sound bites and how he did it were brilliant. But, but I watching don't know. it back now, and he doesn't know any moves. Yeah. Oh, he's never known a move. At least he's not Vince, Vince McMahon's level of what a maneuver. He's not that level, but he's, yeah, he doesn't really know, and he's kind of showing that way if you see JR in modern era when he's doing a bit mm. of New Japan stuff or Wrestle Kingdom or whatever that stuff he does. Uh, it, it doesn't even fucking struggles to know their names, but some fair play on him. Like they're, them Japanese names are not—they're not just John and Keith on it. Do you know what I mean? Tamahachi Kawazuka. It's like imagine remembering them, but nineteen different variations. Fucking fair play to those that do. Kenzo Suzuki. Yeah. Uh, Bischoff comes out to confront Jericho, and he puts him in a match with Kane. Because how dare you try and fucking look after and respect a woman? How dare you? It's two thousand three. <laughs> Uh, Foley comes out to hype the petition and a board meeting that's taking place in two weeks. Now, do you get a vibe that runs through our opening Raws and Smackdowns of this month, or this, it's not really month, is it? This chapter of the year. Mm. Because we've, Raw's got a highlight package show next week. Smackdown yeah. on their second show has got tribute to your troops. So both shows are so parallel with A, how the stories go, and how the, the shows finishes in certain moments, and also with the in two weeks in two weeks in two weeks because they can't christmas. hype it for next week fuck christmas work christmas day that's how it falls on bro that's how it falls on bro <laughs> uh, bischoff he shows a video package of foley's best bits and says that the fans want to see foley the wrestler not foley the gm mm -hmm. and offers him a match with randall tonight we get loads of back and forth and it ends with multiple stipulations being added to this match mick foley's going to come out of retirement once more because he had probably the shittest retirement of Alstair retired for like a month. Wait, that was two weeks. Well, but no, if you think from No Way Out to WrestleMania. So if you think back in 2000. Yeah. So it was about a month Just he stayed month, retired. Yeah. And then, then he stayed retired for a bit afterwards. And he's had so many matches with someone that's supposed to have been retired. <laughs> if you compare it to Shawn Michaels, it took him a gazillion years to actually yeah. finally have a match again. Rick Flair it took him a fortnight. Do you know what I mean? He, <laughs> he, he, he went to TNA. Fuck it, ah, wrestling again, bollocks to it. Um, but so basically tonight we're getting Foley versus Randall, IC title, no evolution, Earl Ebner as referee, the loser has to retire, stipulation city, bitch. And because he's GM, he makes it for the title as well. Why the fuck not? Smart lad. Um, I do the same. We then get an advert for next week, the best of Road 2003. Which it means that at least we don't get an episode of Raw, Mike. You're way yeah. happy when you knew, when you realise that you looked on the network and clicked and saw thought, oh, yes, it's not a fucking episode of Raw. Yeah. But how many times are you going to show Mark Henry versus Booker T? Oh my God. Um, Mid-card madness, Speaking though. Speaking of. Yeah, mid-card madness. Matt Hardy and Mark Henry versus Maven and Booker T. Because why fucking not? We've got nothing else to do. The Matt fact. Matt loves toilet seat covers. Oh, the Matt facts have died since he's gone to Raw. Yeah. But the entrance, at least we got the full Matt Hardy entrance. Yeah, that's the first one we got. Ish. Um, Booker gets the win on Hardy with the axe kick. Um, that was one of these matches. I think matches Booker T's actual finish was the kick to the gut. <laughs> well, that kills him, doesn't it? That kills him dead. For five. Like, there's somewhere... Do you know when Booker's had a good 20-minute match on a single sometimes? And he'll put a kick to the gut. And then he'll take him... 13 seconds or so to get to the ropes, come back, deliver the axe kick and get the win. So yeah, I think the kick to the gut is the actual finish, yeah. It's got to be. Um, coach interviews Goldberg and then just gets his arse handed to him. And up next... Unexpected. I don't know if this was just a squash or an actual handicap match or whatever, but Goldberg destroyed the bell ends. Uh, I feel like the end... I feel like we are right at the tip of the bell ends. Oh. I I'm think, yeah. I don't know. Don't they be boss of comes back? Don't they have to mania? Does he? Yeah, because then Ray goes to SmackDown. And we've got I don't, I don't, I don't know. Robert and I, I Obviously, there's a lot of period that we're hitting that peak where I there's a lot of it I don't remember because I don't think I watch much. Or I watch the pay per views and stuff, but I think, I think yeah. 2007 was when I mainly watched TNA. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
That's because it had Do you watch TNA now? I don't think I've watched it for like five years. No. <laughs> Last I heard, John, Johnny Nitro with Champ. I don't know. What I did see was Johnny Nitro and some Brian Cage. I don't know if it's Christian's dad or something. Because he's an old, no, he's he's an old guy. No, he's an old guy. He looks very old. He probably isn't, but he looks it because of the roids and that. Yeah. He did, a, the, he did the Sin Cara botch finisher. Johnny Morrison uses it now. And he did it from him on from the rings. I think it was either from... Not the ring, it could have been just from the security barrier or something onto the floor and it botched it and his fucking brain cage just smashed all his back up and that had to go straight to the hospital. Done in. If you're that big rider, you don't should flip. be doing a backflip. Don't do a backflip with another person's weight pulling you down. I know John Morrison's not the biggest guy, but it's still another person's weight. Yeah. I'm alright, thanks. Um, so Goldberg destroys the bell ends. Um, and Bischoff, he ain't impressed though, and he suspends Bill for 30 days. <laughs> Yeah, this is where I knew that um, we've got a lot of Raw and Smackdowns to watch before Rumble. Because <laughs> I remember um, Goldberg being in the Battle Royal for number 30 spot on the Rumble. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I, I, they, I looked at there is a bit of information as he's where he's away, uh, but it's. I think he's just... Goldberg's not happy. It, because Goldberg wants to, the world title. He wants to be Triple H and mm. wants to dominate for a year as world champion. Hence, kind of like he did in WCW to an extent. But that's never going to happen. It's never going to be that. Because that was what he was used to. Yeah, it was he wasn't never going to be any that. Kind of yeah. If you would have gone to SmackDown, maybe, but then what do you do with Lesnar? Do you know what I mean? It's an, it, but obviously, they're having the Lesnar-Goldberg, but it's in the horrible... If this were 12 months ago, and, this, and Lesnar wasn't going anywhere, and Goldberg wasn't going anywhere, it'd be a whole different fucking ballgame, yeah. wouldn't it? Do you know what I mean? RVD and HBK versus Batista, Triple H and Flair. Have we not had this before? Uh, H too many times. BK gets the win on Triple H with a super kick after about 20 minutes. It was quite a solid match, to be fair. But I think that looks like we are building towards another round of Shawn Michaels versus Triple H. Best friends collide once more. <laughs> the never-ending feud. Well. Why do they always make, like, when you're best friends, everyone knows they're best friends? Make a point of it. Yeah. It's always and a point of always it. Because that's the storyline, but you can only use that storyline once. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? You can't go back to it every time. Um, up next in the rematch that everybody wanted and no one ever thought they'd get, Rico versus Heidenreich from Heat. Rico gets I the win after a bit of Jackie interference. Yeah, Heidenreich's done. <laughs> he's not. He's, this is, he, we even, Heidenreich hasn't even started yet. Uh, Jericho, he tries to apologise to Trish, but she's having absolutely none of it. And that leads to our next match is Jericho versus Kane. And Jericho, being the clever man that he does, tries to cause causes the DQ by using the chair, but it doesn't help. And yeah. it turns on him and he gets a whooping. It's not his first time fighting Kane. No, no. You think he'd know. No, he gets smashed. Um, we see Eric hyping Randy and Foley books Triple H versus Shawn Michaels for two weeks' time. Because there's no raw next week, baby. <laughs> Main event time. What are you doing? You're walking out? You're leaving? You walk out of here? That stipulation is in concrete, my friend. No consultant, no co-GM, nothing. It's over. It's done. Is this how it's gonna end, Mick? The great Mick Foley! Got your bag, your suit, or... Are you leaving? You're leaving, aren't you? What about our match, man? What about our match? Just, just gonna walk out? What? What? What's that? What's the... Is that a tear, Mick? Is Mick Foley gonna cry? You know what, Mick? Legends don't cry. Legends don't walk away. Mick Foley, you're not a legend. You're a coward.
Yeah. So McFoley, yeah, it's uh, all it tells him is fucked. Fuck off. No one wants you. You're a waste man. <laughs> Fair play for him for taking that. Yeah. And then Foley, Foley done maybe. Is that it? Gone. You think? What a weird kind of way to end such a cliffhanger Vince Russo-esque way of ending the episode yeah. of Raw. It is very Russo-esque. 2003 very has been very Russo-esque. Yeah. Um, You're back there, Vince. We're, we're in that weird transition where we've left that pay-per-view, and but we're not. Because there's six weeks till between mm-hmm. Armageddon and Royal Rumble. So, like, SmackDown's had... Like nearly nine or ten weeks between that, and it'd be interesting to see how they do theirs. But there is not one drop of mention of the Rumble in that entire episode of Raw. Yeah. We don't get any mention of Rumble until. It's like we're building towards this show in two weeks. It's not until New Year. Yeah, because if you think it, we're all we're building for now, as we get once we get to it in Raw, it's the Shawn Michaels experience of the final Raw, um, but. Yeah, there's no mention of because we are building like with SmackDown as where they they build to their two weeks time mm. with Cena and Big Show. Uh, I believe it is. Uh, so yeah, episode of Raw, one down. It was okay. It was okay. Ready for a bit of SmackDown? Can't be worse. Yeah. What do you think? It is the 18th of December. We are nearly getting to Christmas. We are from Jacksonville in Florida. Fucking hey, dub. <laughs> yeah. Uh, SmackDown's last show of the year is next week. It's time to pay tribute to the troops. Live uh, from Jeddah, Saudi Arabia. I mean, Baghdad. <laughs> the last time we was here, Brock was destroying Mysterio until old Sparkplug himself made the save to continue his pursuit of breaking Brock's neck. Now, the thing that Bob Ollie's been openly adamant that, yeah, I'm just going to break your neck, Brock. Surely something needs to be done about that. Yeah, it's not very um, professional. <laughs> there he goes, Bob Ollie. Yeah. Um, John Cena comes out to rap about Christmas and puts himself on commentary as our next match is Big Show against Orlando Jordan. Defeats him by a chokeslam. Uh, we get a stare down after the match to build their contest, to build their contest even, for two weeks' time. Yeah, but, uh, but OJ was uh, hoping that Big Show took him with a laxative. <laughs> um, at least OJ's getting a bit of time. Yeah, he's getting, off of velocity. He's getting a bit of time. I know he's losing, it's not the time that he wants, but... Granted, we're still a few months away yet from... It's his first year, isn't it? It's probably another six months away away from the cabinet and stuff and yeah. all that. So that's just after Mania. Yeah, until OJ gets his proper run. Um, there's a guy in the crowd, I don't know if you noticed, who like dickhead. And if, I, if, you, if you listen, if it's just by some fucking minor miracle that you are one of our audience, then you're a dickhead, really. Besides saying the guy behind me can't see... What a dick. So, I mean, if you're going to bring a sign and put it in front of me, fair enough. But if that sign in front of me says the guy behind me can't see, that's a dick move, my friend. An absolute dick move. <laughs> um, Sparky, he can't get in the arena. Um, he's not got his tools until the security guard informs the rest of the security team that Paul has made Bob Holly his guest tonight and to let him in. Uh, but then the wet dream team, they come out and it's time for A-Train to apologise. But Heyman has an idea. Tonight, it's all or nothing. Holly wins, he gets a title shot. If he loses, he's fired. So it's going to be Holly and Shannon Moore in the main event of SmackDown <laughs> against A-Train and Matt Morgan. The mass of the Tiger Bob. See, this is what happens when you have good things and nice things, right? We had Paul Heyman in charge of SmackDown. We had the, the SmackDown 6. Even we had Hulk Hogan there and everything was yeah. okay. We weren't really complaining that Hogan was there. And now look what you've got. You've got Bob Holly and Shannon Moore tag teaming in the main event of SmackDown. Unless and if, if Bob Holly gets a win, Bob Holly's in the fucking, probably the main event, well obviously yeah, the main event of Rumble. What? Explain all the me, people, Michael. all <laughs> the people to me. push. Just because he broke his neck like a year and a half ago. Was oh it? my God. Yeah. It was a year and a half ago. It was ridiculous. Um, we get the Christmas in Iraq video. Um, and it is tag titles time. Los Guerreros. I'm so angry with this. Los Guerreros. World's greatest tag team. Bashams. Scott and Keish. Or has they're now going to be known. Los Guerreros. Because no. That's perfect. World's greatest tag team. Ebony and Ivory. Bashams. Wackball Bastards. Scott and Keish. Two men. <laughs> One fall to a finish. 
I was so angry. Well, elimination. Oh, I was so angry. I'm sure we've mentioned this before about the four-way tag team matches. Tornado it. Have everyone in. Yeah. But I remember growing up as a kid and the first time I ever saw a fatal four-way where any team could tag anybody. And I don't even remember who it was, but two team members end up in the ring together. It was mm. one of the first things. I was only like six or seven or something like that. One of the first things you ever seen, I was like, fucking, oh, they have to fight each other. Oh, I just had a bit of that into it. Not one fall to a fucking finish. And even though we get a dodgy finish, where Doug comes throwing himself in, gets the pin. In front of the referee. In front of the referee. Uh, Eddie makes the save as the free count's happening. And it's, yeah, a fucking stupid finish. Everyone looked confused. You've got too many men. Too many men. Too, too many, many men. men. You've got too many men in the fucking ring at one point. If you're going to do one fall to a finish. If it's not an elimination, you can still have your spots with everybody in the ring. But you can get a bit of order. Mm. Do you know what I mean? That, for me, yeah. Bullshit that. Of a, of a, a month's worth of tapings, if we're going to look it in, into that way, it's, well, it's not, it's half a month because we're going from, basically, we're doing, we don't, should have said this at the start, really, somewhere. So, we're going to finish 2003 with these Royal Smackdowns as one episode. Yeah. And next time, you'll hear from us, it'll be the opening episodes of Royal Smackdown 2004. And we will bid you a happy new year. Um, so, yeah, I didn't like too many people in the ring. Should have made an elimination. We could have still had your lodger spots, but brought it down to... Guerrero's against your Bashams. And so let your Bashams go over, but not have the... Well, maybe it's still have the finish it did, but do it fucking right. Um, Paul Heyman puts everyone's names in a tumbler. Minus Benoit, of course. And tonight, someone gets a title shot. Ooh, who's it going to be? Mm, I wonder. Uh, Taz reckons big show. Yeah, yeah maybe. Uh, the cat comes out for his weekly dance break. But here comes Sable, and eventually here comes Vince. Cat says, he's the greatest. Vince says, he's the greatest. Cat says, he's the greatest. Vince dances, Cat dances, Vince goes low and says, someone better call Cat's mother. I just find it funny. Do you catch what Cat said to Sable before Vince came out? You just want some cat sugar. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what a time to be a Smackdown fan, Michael. So Paul Heyman's gone. The Smackdown 6 is gone. Edge is injured. Angle's injured. But think about this, right? So at the minute in time, we have got Vince dancing on Smackdown. Your tag team champions are uh, sex slaves and Bob Ollie's in the main event. <laughs> Why is Paul Heyman not in charge no more? Why is Stephanie Paul Heyman is. not in charge no more? Um, Mysterio versus Noble for the number one contenderships for the Cruiserweight title. Did Noble become number one contender yeah. after beating? Yeah. And he's still not had his match. I don't understand. I don't think they understand. This is it's Steph. Steph's writing this shit with a fucking... Yeah, fuck, fuck you. Bring back Paul Heyman, seriously. Um, I love where where this is going because you have the spot where uh, Nidia gets kicked yeah. into the ref uh, and then Ray even goes backstage after the match and he's like, uh, it's, it's, look, it was Jamie. No, I'm not having none of it. Jamie wouldn't do that, no way. Uh, but Rey Mysterio gets the win, reverses the Tiger Bomb into a Karana. So Rey Mysterio is now your new number one contender. Technically beat the last number one contender. Is that how it works? It so be. that was a match for... It was back at the well, well, they said, no, but they said the match was for the number one contendership. Mm. So it was for the number one contendership. That was an actual thing on the line. I don't know. Uh, Sparky's here uh, and he's happy about tonight. Um, he's, he's basically going to do... He says he's going to do what's needed to break Brock's neck. So he's there again with his threats. He's so wooden on the camera though. Oh, Bob Holly's awful. Break your neck. Take your title. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a fucking action figure toy. <laughs> fucking crying off red door. The off South Park, Alabama man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sparky Plug is coming for you, Lesnar. Be fucking warned. I remember back back in the day when he was the fucking super heavyweight. Him and Crash used to walk around with the scales. Yeah. 500 fucking pounds. Benoit, he's up next against Palumbo, um, gets a win in a pretty nothing match. It was just one of them where you overcome the odds against the fucking advantage of the FBI and look at me, I can still win. But Benoit's stuck at the minute. And what are the FBI doing off of Velocity? Well, Undertaker's not around, so they need something to do. Velocity? So let's get involved with Benoit. Um, we're happy. Up next, in singles action, <laughs> fucking Ron Simmons <laughs> against fucking... <laughs> Rhino! What? Rhino's saying you're gonna say something. <laughs> right. 
Rhino wanted to fight JBL, according to the commentators, but he's not here, he's in the back. Um, Rhino knows this, apparently. Why does Rhino feel the need to go low for the DQ? So, Farouk, Poor Farouk. Farouk gets a win. <laughs> Poor Farouk, not, not the kind of win he, he wanted. He gets a win! But at least he's got a victory in 2003. He gets a win. Uh, it's, Farouk's ended 2003 ended with a victory. He's going out hat on, fucking hat. Fuck you, not JBL. Fuck you. It, it's draw time. Les is definitely not happy. Probably Big Show. Guaranteed it's Big Show. It's in the best of I want to draw again. You can't draw again. I can do whatever the hell I want. I'm the champ. I want to draw again. Why? Why? What the hell is wrong? What's the problem? I just picked the hottest guy out on SmackDown. That's the problem. I don't want to defend my title against Shannon Moore. <laughs> what the? He gets a few shots in. He gets a quite a good like drop kick to the head, uh, but ultimately gets destroyed in two minutes. No wonder Lesnar is how he is now. With this is how they kind of treated him when Angle wasn't around. <laughs> yeah, you've got to have Shannon Moore and Bob Holly in the main event program, who is wants to probably. And the thing is, I know it's I. Uh, I am, knowing what we know, and he's okay, mm. and he doesn't break his neck, but if I was like in a youth, watching this, I'd be like, Bob Ollie actually would, Bob Ollie's a cunt, Bob Ollie could actually break rock, now this could turn horrible, <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean? See, what I don't get, why they didn't uh, give Cena another title shot after Survivor Series? They should have had him Because like, it's coming, in it. it's coming, in it. He, I think they're doing it the correct way. Giving him mid-card, then giving him world title, do you know what I mean? Like, do it the, that's how it should be. No, don't be giving the belt. Just or give, give, just him, give him another match. Yeah, but do you want to see him then lose again for his second time going for the but world it, title? It could be a more of a screwy finish because it's yeah. well reversed when he was heel. But does that raise the question again of do uh, pins and losses really matter when it comes to building up somebody? Could Cena have lost five title matches before he won his first one and they put the rocket up his arse and turns into fucking Super Cena? Maybe. Do you know what I mean? So it's main event time. Well, yeah, look at Benoit, exactly. How many title matches he had and lost? True. I mean, he had True. two in... No mercy, fucking... Well, fully sorry. loaded and unforgiven. A fully against the Rock. He, he left the yeah, title, yeah, title yeah. but then... He got... Yeah. But he, he were technically a world champion coming into it, so he should have been... But Well, he had... He won the Bruce's 12th title. Against Sid, bef the before. night before. Sold out. Sold out 2000, I think it were, the night before. And the, the day the after it was on Raw. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, main event time. Shannon Moore and fucking Sparkplug versus... Remember Matt Morgan and A-Train. Uh, A-Train, oh, he runs into Morgan. What a fucking douchebag. Brock Lesnar is... You've only just apologised half an hour ago, kid. You're not going to be fucking happy. And Holly gets the win with the Alabama Slam. So, it's set. There we go. It's official. Bob Holly is going to get a world title shot. A WWE title shot, even. We have two belts these days. Of all the fucking people. Of all the people. But, yeah... What did you make to smack it down? It's like we just said, who is there on SmackDown? There isn't, there, there's no, uh, Brock. you got Brock, Benoit, Cena. That's it. And Eddie. Yeah, but Cena's on. still not. Eddie's still not. No. You're seeing Eddie in the, in the main event. Like, I remember him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is still. Big show. Probably. Maybe. You've got Lesnar's show. Benoit. Just. Benoit, Benoit's the cusp. Before, yeah, but... yeah, yeah. But so, so Benoit and Cena. Cena's not main vented. Oh, he, he got his pay-per-view match against Legend. Mid-card. Mid-card title. Yeah, who wins so far? One blue, one red. Good go red. Yeah, uh, ooh. Just... Uh, do you know, as much as uh, it pains me because it's not doesn't really go anywhere, I kind of love the Bob Holly shit. <laughs> so I'm going blue. Uh, ready for more, Welcome to a very special holiday edition of Monday Night Raw alongside the King. I am the coach and for the next two hours we're going to take a look at all the highs and lows of the year 2003, some of the best matches and I have to think off the top of the show, 
the sole Raw General Manager, Eric Bischoff, for having the coach host the show tonight. King, how long did you have to kiss up to Bischoff to host the show tonight? Oh, wait a minute. Let's get one thing straight. You're lucky to be here. If good old JR didn't have to be down in New Orleans helping Oklahoma prepare for the Sugar Bowl, you would be sitting at home watching this on TV right now, Coach. And let me tell you one other thing. If you make one wrong move, if you even get out of line at all tonight during the show, I'm going to make like Goldberg, and instead of throwing you through a door, I'm going to throw you over this balcony, okay? No, there isn't any. Because on the 22nd of December in the Bilbo's Christmas, Raw had a best of 2003. They advertised it as a best of Raw, but they showed pay-per-view matches from the Raw brand as well. Is it on the network for stars? It is, yes. All right, okay. Um, obviously, I, I, as always, I can watch the dodgy VHS rips because I can. Um, so we got like, the, so we got matches-wise. Um, HB can... Right. I'll run through the matches and give me one word. One Just word. One that's word. all I want. One word. So we got Shawn Michaels and Jericho from Mania. Great. Trish and Victoria women's title t uh, January twenty seventh. Hmm? Uh We had a segment where it was weird. I don't know if this was on the network where Stacy and the coach and the king to advertise some fucking hairspray or body spray or whatever it was. Yeah. Fucking very strange. Uh, we got September 29th Christian versus Rob Van Dam for the IC title. That was decent. Uh, Goldberg's debut, Spear in the Rock. Memorable. Uh, Backlash, Rock versus Goldberg. Oversell. <laughs> uh, Jericho kissing Trish. Genius. No Way Out, Austin versus Bischoff. Genius. We got the Kano masking. The Kano masking. <laughs> we got Kane and Shane from Survivor Series. You touched my mother. <laughs> uh, we got a video package on who we lost in 2003. Crash, Stu Hart, Mr. Perfect, Miss Elizabeth, Hawk and Freddie Blassie. So many. So sad. So many. So it's fucking so sad. Uh, we got the world title match of Flair versus Triple H from May 19th. Shit, I remember that one. That, Word? That very interesting. Interesting. Uh, team, Osher's, team Austin versus Team Bischoff. I nearly said Team Oshoff. Uh, Survive Series. Overbooked. So that's what you got as your matches and your, your segments and stuff. So they still filled the two hours. Um, Fair play. Yeah, I, got all the matches on. If you'd not watched, at least it was them, a wrestling show. Yeah, it with was, an advert for hairspray. Was, yeah, um, but I still don't understand why we didn't have an episode of Raw because it was on twenty second. So it Christmas, it worked it Christmas. Christmas. Fuck him, fuck him. So as episodes of Raws go, I'd probably say that was the best episode of Raw of the year. Yeah, <laughs> they had the best, the best. wrestling. That, that Jericho Michaels match was fucking brilliant. That's probably one of the best. Well, it was on, well, it's on our um, Twitter vote, isn't it? For one of the best matches of the year. Great segue, Michael. We are building up on uh, in two episodes' time. So up next, we're looking at the first Raws and Smackdowns as build up to the Royal Rumble, and on Royal Rumble, we'll be giving away some fake Wilson awards. As it the is first time, annual. The first annual 2003 Wilson Award. Even though it's not going to be annually, it's going to be whenever we get to... Whenever we get to... Yeah. Every, yeah. Um, and there is still some categories still available to vote on Facebook. On Facebook, yes. Check over there. Superstar of the Year. I think it's Worst Pay-Per-View of the Year. and worst, worst, gimmick, worst Gimmick of the Year. Worst Matches on there. Head over to our Facebook page and add your vote. Twitter, all the polls are done. We have people working on it, adding them counts as we speak. Um, so, yeah, I can't wait for the 2003... Wilson Awards on the second episode of our coverage of 2004 because that's how we do shit around these parts. Um, are you ready for some more Smackdown as it's time for Christmas in Iraq? Merry Christmas. Merry fucking all. Christmas one and all. On behalf of World Wrestling Entertainment, on behalf of my fellow Americans, on behalf of freedom-loving people all over the world, we have come here on this very special day in Iraq to simply say thank you. Thank you for allowing us the privilege to perform before you. Thank you for serving in the armed forces. Thank you for providing the sacrifices that it takes for that service. We thank you for protecting our great nation. We thank you for defending her freedoms. And most importantly, we thank you for having the courage 
to fight for what you believe in. We thank you for kicking ass, taking names, and capturing Saddam. This special holiday season is the embodiment of the spirit of celebration. And even though you men and women here in Iraq cannot be back at home with your loved ones and your family, we've decided here in the WWE to bring a little slice of Americana to you here today. That slice of Americana is known as the WWE, so I say let the celebration begin. There is one more thing. What the hell? Hey, look at this, Cole. All Saint Nick and Baghdad. Santa's everywhere. Why, <laughs> uh, it's Santa Claus. What do you think he's got in the bags? Oh, look at a gun on him. I don't know. <laughs> Obviously, he hasn't been in basic training. <laughs> Looks like Santa's a little bit out of shape this year. Somebody help Santa get in the ring, will you? Hold the ropes for him. Easy there. Okay, look at the size of the belly on Santa. Ooh, that's a whopper. Yeah, okay. I'm sure the reason Santa Claus is here is because you came out to give Mr. McMahon his Christmas present, right? That means that what's in those bags must be a Christmas present for somebody else. The troops, right? Well then go ahead, give them out, but save one for me. Go ahead, Santa. How great is this? Well, what's in the bags? I don't know, we're gonna find out. Well, I want one, whatever it is. Christmas presents for the troops. What did Mr. McMahon call this? Uh, a slice of Americana being brought to Baghdad. Santa. Hey, Santa, I'm talking to you. I think Santa was... I can hear you forgot one thing. I think Santa was leaving. You forgot the most important thing. Come on up here. I got a bone to pick with you anyhow. present for Mr. McMahon. That's not good. And you know, Santa, I want an explanation from you. I mean, when I was a little kid, you passed over my house every year. You never stopped at my house, and I really wasn't that bad a kid. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I would suggest then you turn your big fat ass around and get out of my ring. There's no way to talk to Santa. That man just distanced St. Nick! Santa's hand, you don't bring me a gift, I don't shake your hand. Hey! You see, that's what happens when you disrespect Mr. McMahon, alright? Uh-oh! I'll kick Santa Claus's ass, uh -oh. I'll kick your ass, oh, and doesn't matter whose ass I'm gonna kick, I'll tell you that right now. Is that... Therefore, Santa Claus, as far as I Was there a date on the network of when this aired? 
Did this air on Christmas Day? Yes. Did it? Would have that would have been fucking right cool to sit playing with your toys watching wrestling on Christmas Day. Right cool. Yeah, we're on it. We just they still recap of SmackDown. Oh, oh, is that so? Are you so in it? No, I mean in America. In America, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. On Sky One. Yeah. Back in the day. Oh, they've never, never been allowed to watch Christmas fucking wrestling in my house on Christmas Day. Bloody hell. Queen's speech and Noel's fucking Christmas presents and shit like that. Remember Noel's Christmas presents? I, I remember his house party. House party was brilliant. Mr Blobby. Oh, hi. Oh, he was allowed around kids, I don't know. Oh, well. One of them. And uh, Mr Blobby, you know. Fucking, that. Uh, <laughs> is petrified of Mr Blobby and that's fucking amazing. <laughs> so, uh, did you watch the entire tribute to, to Christmas did. in Iraq? Uh I, I just took a few snippets of the mm. show, a few moments and stuff that I thought was quite good. The opening segment with Vince and Santa and Austin was perfect way to kick off the show. See, I think that should have been the end of the show. Yeah, I suppose, but yeah, well, but Austin was always going to be there at the start because he's the American fucking, he's yeah. like the Patriot guy. He's what John Cena develops into, and John Cena takes that role of starting the show, ending the show. Well, did you notice Cena wearing his, um, basically his 2008 onwards? Oh, right, he's getting there, isn't he? He's getting there. With cargo. Yeah, his cargo pants. shorts. Um, I liked the... Because... Well, I didn't like it, because it's quite serious and dangerous, really, but uh, they were in the fucking middle of a war zone. So people if you looked at people were sat on tanks with guns, weren't even looking at the show, where, like, well, if any shit goes down, we need to fucking... Could you, could, could you imagine that? Well, that's, obviously, that'll be the, that's obviously why I didn't have any pyro. Yeah. Because, you know, in the middle of a war zone, bang, yeah. they're yeah. going to think... Right. It's weird though, wouldn't you have to kind of be as discreet as possible in such a raucous and loud event? Because theme songs were quite loud as well. Yeah. Um, APA defeated the world's greatest tag team because JBL. Uh, Rikishi defeated Rico and danced with the soldiers. Uh, Cena gave a holiday rap. Eddie beat Benoit, probably the match of the show. Yes. And a nice little embrace afterwards. Um, Santa's little helper match, I hand it over to you took me a while to watch this but all i can say this is this must be vince's present uh, all the all the uh probably just the men and most of the women uh, i caught one of michael cole's uh lies on commentary i want to be the crocodile hunter and don't be the crocodile uh, what <laughs> he wants to hunt don reed what no, he wants to eat her i think he wants to eat the crocodile maybe uh, Cena he beat Big Show in a non-title uh, match for the US title non-title non-title yeah, preview I, for Mania 20 I don't understand no, well they should have been for the US title they could have had his career finish do you know what I mean big patriotic US title push I'm going to win the US title in front of the troops but then would that cause a riot if we'd have not won the US title in front yeah, of the probably. troops uh, then Austin came out and stunned Cena but then stunned Show three times and brought out Santa's little helpers and Vince to end the show um, yeah it was it was for me, I, I struggle to watch modern day tribute for the troops mm. because they're a bit generic and bland. Well, this was this still was quite fun. And, well, this was the first one. Uh, it, was, it was fun and it was, yeah, it was a good show. It, it was, was a great way to see I would have loved to have watched it on Christmas Day. I mm. thought, especially if it could be a yank. If you were a yank watching it with your soldiers in Iraq. And imagine if you had family over there and that was yeah. one of your fucking oh, man, See, that, wicked, that touched it? me a bit when they were going around all segments that are all soldiers. And they were saying, like, oh, say hi to my family back yeah, home. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, like, it's going to be, innit? It's, it's, some it's of them may have never, got, exactly. may have never fucking got back home, man. Do you know what I mean? It's one of them. It's it's horrible. It, it's one of them. Like, it's, oof, yeah. Um, are you ready for the final roll of 2003? I am. There's more. You know what? Somewhere Mick Foley has got to be watching this. Don't you think, JR? Well, I, I just don't know anymore. Okay. Now I what? stand corrected. The winner of the match, still the Intercontinental Champion, and the new hardcore legend, Randy oh. Orton. He declared himself the new hardcore legend. Can you dig it, you suckers? Oh, wait a minute. Well, when you talk about legends, here's one from Houston, Texas, the incomparable Booker T. Yo, 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 hold him up, dog. You out here bragging about people who ain't here. You need to be worried about people who are. You know what? Check it. The holiday season's the favorite, my favorite time of the year. And you know what? 
Booker T made his new resolution tonight. Whoop Randy Orton's ass. What? And win the Intercontinental title tonight. Tonight? Booker T, you know. Assaulting Booker T from behind King. Oh, Booker T's head ran right into the. I guess he can dig that, can he, JR? What the hell is up? That's what you want, man. You in my world. Well, Booker T complained about Randy Orton worrying about Mick Foley. Booker T comes out here worried about Randy Orton. He should have been worried about that man, the world's strongest man. We are live from San Antonio, Texas, and don't you fucking know about it? Yeah, because every, every, after every match segment, it's HBK. Tonight HBK, is HBK, the Shawn HBK. Michaels Appreciation Experience. Uh, Randall comes out using Foley's music, uh, which was fucking Genius brilliant. I actually thought work. it was Foley. So I don't remember ever seeing this, the, the, that entrance. And I was like, oh, he's back then, is he? He's going to fucking explain himself. And then old Randall walks out, that arrogant little smug cunt that he is. Loved it. He comes out and he confirms that Foley's a coward. He gets Lillian to introduce him uh, as the winner and the new, new hardcore, hardcore legend. legend. Uh, Booker, though, he takes exception and he wants a title shot tonight, but Henry takes him out uh, because that feud's just got to continue, obviously. <laughs> because, of course it does. Uh, of course it does. Uh, Bishop, though, he ain't happy that he's ruined his big match, so he kicks Henry out of the arena. But next week, Henry cashes in. His favour. Now, does that mean Henry's... What's his favour the night May Young? No, but... Wasn't his favour the night after the Survivor Series with his match against Booker T? That started all this? I'm sure... Yeah, I'm sure it was. (laughs) Unless, I mean, Teddy's favour. Oh, I don't know. It was in the ring. I don't know. When Bischoff said everyone's got a favour. In a match I was a little bit concerned about, our opening contest, Scott Steiner versus Rob Van Damme. Because yeah, Scott Steiner in opening contest is really neat at crowd going, isn't it? It's not just that. I'm more worried about like Steiner's a bit dumpy Rough. these days, yeah. And Rob Van Dam's not Rob Van Dam at the minute. He's the problem is Rob Van Dam's declined, um, in my feelings for him declined because Rob Van Dam te- a year ago was a bit more bothered. He just don't look bothered. I think he needs to go SmackDown. I get Rob Van Dam. We had Eddie Guerrero on SmackDown. Well, he goes to SmackDown, doesn't he? In a bit, not a minute, not what I've just watched against fucking Steiner. He gets the frog splash for a win in six minutes or so. Uh, we see classic HBK from the worst of HBKs in '97, drug fueled HBK in San Antonio. In, exactly. And with Sid, with John, uh, what did they call but him? Later this show, I don't get why they shouldn't show um, Mania 12 or his match with replacement at SummerSlam. They show Chamber later. We get Summers- no, we get, I get SummerSlam. I got SummerSlam. Can't remember that one. Yeah, we get, uh, yeah, we got SummerSlam. We get this SummerSlam Survivor Series, and I'm sure there's another one. I'm sure there's another one. Um, up next, the coach. He gets some updates from Stanford. Um, it's board meeting time. They're going to discuss Austin. Is will he be allowed to come back as GM? Linda's going to represent Austin. Ooh. Vince is going to argue against. I didn't remember none of this. I didn't. Fucking Britain. Put the whole people shit. to argue against us. I love this you know. shit. Best person, Vince. A hundred percent. And up next is the Dudleys versus Eddie Craver and Russell Simpson. Yeah, I didn't recognise any of the. Who the, the fuck were they? Wild choppers. Because you know, fifteen days ago, Dudleys lost titles to Flair and Batista. Yeah, but now they've got to go right to the bottom of the fucking line and fight jobbers. What would have happened if the jobbers would have won? They do by DQ. Oh, I don't mean no. I mean actually fucking like win, win. one, two, three. Yeah, one uh, hit their finisher on D one and one. Granted, Flair stick to right. They won because Flair sticking to the rules. He's had a close fist. Yeah, tough shit. Flair in this match, Flair proved that he's the best referee of two thousand. I like how we get back, go backstage afterwards, and Bischoff's having a word at the wheel. The ref saying, "No, you need to start following that example. You just start looking at the rules more." And we agree. I, we've always said this though. Five can't look at fucking Flair as referee with Randy Orton. One, two, three, four, get away! No, five DQ match over. Um, but then, then after the match, the Dudley's um, attacking Flair. Yeah. 
Well, it's... But then Dave just runs just down. Just runs and destroys the Runs gun, down mate. to save him, just like all the heroes do in Avengers Endgame. Out of the way! Does Iron Man die? Yeah, he does. Is that the spoiler thing that people say, don't tell people, don't spoil it? Does Iron Man die? Yeah, he does. <laughs> Iron Man dies. Uh, we get a Trish interview, but it's interrupted by Austin, reversing his truck into the arena. Who's over? And up next is Orton versus Booker T for the IC title. And RKO gets the win after distraction from Kane. Then Kane destroys Booker T. And if anyone's noticed, I've been full of cold all week. You might have noticed my voice is a lot different. I've been in a rape mess. And so you're lucky again. This is the best I've been. Just drink some more beer. Mate, that's all I've been, just whiskey all week just to get through it. I've, been, I've not missed a day off work and, oh, it's been tough trying to get through. Just dr desperate to get home for six o'clock. Just, uh, oh, I just want me bed, man. <laughs> um, why, why have this, these two not had a pay-per-view? An actual thing? feud? Yeah. Well, you'd like to think it'd be the next logical step if Booker's after, uh, after his feud with Triple H. But I don't know. Maybe they, we've not just got there yet. Do we don't ever no, do no, that. I mean... In, there's too many things that have been in the way since because mm. the folly thing's more important and he's only just had the IC title. He's only, obviously, he's only had the IC title three weeks. So Two weeks. And, uh, two weeks and before that Booker. So, yeah, I just think this is probably natural progression that's got to this where it is now. But it should have been probably booked for the Rumble, maybe. Or after Backlash. Yeah, no, definitely. But then Booker T gets the down away. There is that, there is that. Um, we get the next HBK moment, which is Survivor Series 02 in the chamber. So we go to Stanford again with Linda with the board and uh, putting her point across. And she is going to do what the people want, what everybody wants, as Austin so, back as our general manager. So with her saying that, did she inspire best the business? Mm, I always think Linda's behind everything because behind every great man is a great woman. And I believe Linda's to, probably to blame for a lot of things as well. 2008 onwards. <laughs> um, Chris Jericho, he gives Trish a Christmas present. Uh, a fucking big seven inch fucking... <laughs> um, again, we're... Yeah, no, you've not heard all the jokes, have you? Well, can't be seven inch, it's still Jericho. Uh, it's a moulded on Batista's dick. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're still again on the cusp of, is he going to pull the... Just light the petrol... Get a lighter, light, light that petrol, fire that flame up above Jericho, and I want to see Superface. I know we kind of do get it, but then it's only a couple of months because this is all building up to the heat, Trish's heel turn. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? As more as it is Jericho going face, it's Trish going heel, which I still is weird, and the Christian, I don't like that shit. I never liked it then. I think cause I have more of a Jericho guy than a Christian guy. I think most people are Jericho guys than Christian guys. Yeah, yeah. Oh, next... All the divas in all the Santa outfits because if SmackDown can do it in Baghdad, we can do it in Texas. I'm going back to that backstage thing, I thought Trisha's acting was so plastic. Oh, it's terrible. Just like a tits. It's <laughs> Is that my last boob joke for 2003? <laughs> Couldn't it be? There's not much left of this row. So we've got Molly, Jackie and Victoria versus Stacey, Trish and Lita. I was impressed with how Victoria looked, showing why she was a great hoe back in the day. <laughs> See my godfather picked her out of the line. And we finish the episode of Raw with Stone Cold. He gets the call. He's back, but he's not bothered. Because he doesn't want to be co-GM. So again. he doesn't want to be co-GM. But that's the job that he was... And then that for. leads us up to our main event match. Shawn Michaels versus Triple H. We've been building up the entire show. The entire show is Michaels going to once again win the title. Yes, he does. But no, he doesn't. Because his shoulders are on the mat. I was very surprised that Bischoff was actually being a fair ref. But, but, yeah, but he, I suppose. that I think that was the biggest shocker. Yeah, no, 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 I, I suppose. He was actually doing normal counts for Sean. Yeah. And normal counts for Triple H. But I think because they were building it, that they were building it to the level of importance of a pay-per-view match. Mm. And I think you don't have that much shenanigans to an extent with stuff. I don't, I don't know. For building, you yeah, usually I do that. Yeah, I don't know. That's why I started to correct and disagree with myself. Um, but then... But I think they wanted Last Row to have, like, that pay-per-view kind of feel for the main event. Yeah. It kind of did, because it was a long match. But I think that the end of the Raw had that end-of-the-year feel to it, because then Austin yeah. makes his triumphant return. I'm not the GM. Bang, bang. I'm the sheriff. You want to lay your hands on me? 
congratulations, you not only lost the match, you lost your job. You're fired. Happy New Year. What? You can't fire a man in his own hometown. As far as I'm concerned, Shawn Michaels is rehired. Rehired already? <laughs> Matter of fact, I think Shawn Michaels deserves a rematch. What? You see, Eric, there's a new sheriff in town, and his name is Stone Cold Steve Austin. After the match, when Bischoff says, Sean, you're fired. Yeah. I'll be like, All right. okay, I'm going to smack down. <laughs> See you later. I'm going to go push Eddie Guerrero, top guy. I'm going to have a great match. I don't know. Lesnar versus Michaels would be quite cool. Yeah. In this time period. See, I'd have loved to have seen Eddie and Michaels. And Michaels. Oh, yeah, 100%. The ben Wilder and Michaels, mate. One-on-one one one properly. Um, but that's it. 2003 is done. Over, kaput. Finally. Uh, Steve Austin is back. The Sheriff. After how many weeks, Dave? Six. Fucking Six weeks. fucking weeks. And what's the difference between a GM and a Sheriff? Um... Other than the name. Other than the name. He gets a shiny little badge. Yeah. That you can buy in the toy set. Yeah, and he starts riding around on a fucking quad. And his quad is bad boy though, to be fair, yeah, when he starts riding around on cool. his quad. Just riding around everywhere on that fucking quad bike. Right rings. I want to finish before we tie it up because my throat is killing. <laughs> Give me, Michael, your five best moments. They could be matches, they could be segments, they could be wrestlers, they could be... Oh, your five best things that 2003 WWE gave to you? Well, we'll start off with one of my favourite matches of the year. Brock versus Lesnar in the Iron Man. Yeah. My favourite my favorite match from WrestleMania 19, Shawn Michaels, Jericho. Yeah. The debut of Goldberg. Not yes. the run of Goldberg. The, the debut was a fucking pop and a half, to be fair. Uh, memorable for the unmasking of Kane. Because it was a memorable it moment. It was, yeah, no. Agreed, yeah. In my all-time favourite moment of 2003, the cover shoot <laughs> for one Tory Wilson. God bless her fucking soul. You knew that was coming. 100%. Uh, I'd probably say... Ah, oh, fuck. I didn't think about it. <laughs> no, I'd probably say... Um, mine are probably going to be more matches. Maven's Rise... I've enjoyed that so much in 2003. Enjoyed that so much. It seems like more than that. Tristan Steiner. Enjoyed that so much. Kevin Nash. I marked out because Kevin seen Kevin Nash and granted it wasn't pretty. Love Kevin Nash. Uh, Lesnar and Angle. Their matches. SummerSlam and WrestleMania. F fucking brilliant. Um, and the slow burn of Eddie Guerrero. Mm. We've not got there yet. I've loved watching that building and watching that as well. See, it starts on the next Smackdown, I believe. Yeah, we're, we're, it's, we're, we're on, he's on the rise, do you know what I mean? But yeah, I've enjoyed, and I've enjoyed the tag team division sort of as a whole throughout the mm. year. We have had a nice mixture of various teams coming in and out of the picture, where if you look at Raw, it's been the Dudleys against whoever next. The Dudleys against whoever next, do you know what I mean? If you think it was Survivor Series 02, they got back together and they've been running ever since. Yeah. It was a shame we lost Regal. We've lost a lot of guys throughout this year just to injury, Regal, Billy Gunn numerous times 
And let's not forget. Let's not forget the fucking probably my personal boy of 2003. Yeah, boy, Jamie, Jamie fucking Noble. Noble. He had a four-way with. Let's eliminate. <laughs> See, like I said, way back at Vengeance 2003, always bring people together. They do, and on that moment, Michael, let everybody know where they can find us on all forms of social media. On all forms of social media, be it Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, it's at RAM Podcast. That is it. And from me, Dave, and from Big Sexy, and the other Dave will be back with us for the Royal Rumble. He just can't be asked to watch Raw and Smackdown. <laughs> Let's just be straight there. And fair play to him. It's a fucking slog. It's, it's six, and half, six and a half weeks till we get to Rumble, yeah. They might we still have to watch modern day WWE Fuck as well. Fuck it, yeah, we, I don't. All right, fair play. I'll watch pay-per-views and then catch up in between. Promo packages fill me in. But until next time... As I said, I've been Dave, that's been Mike, and thank you to every single person who has listened to our look at 2003, and here's to 2004, and until then, peace out, people! Ruthless aggression! It's my life, my time, my rights, my rhymes, my grind, my struggle, hustle, sweat, and my blood too. I'm ready to smell fear, I smell a lot, my competitors flex here. They smelled I was hot, I want it all. The sex, much success, 